A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, classroom reboot. From testing to mask wearing, the states lay out their back to school plans. Pharmacies brace for a rat rush as the swabs become free for millions of Australians. South Australia swamped, record breaking rain inundates homes and cuts roads. A racecourse car park goes up in flames in Victoria, vehicles destroyed. And Ash Barty marches into the quarter finals with another straight sets win. This is Seven News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Students and teachers will be asked to take rapid tests twice a week as part of the New South Wales back to school plan. More than six million tests will be distributed to schools across the state as hundreds of volunteers work to move critical COVID supplies ahead of the start of the school year. Many parents are anxious, but, but ultimately uh, we know that kids do better in the classroom. It's best for educational outcomes, it's best for uh, mental health and it's best for social outcomes as well. High school students will also be required to wear masks under the plan. Victoria's adopted an almost identical plan for its students and teachers. 14 million rapid antigen tests have been ordered so they can be tested twice a week. Those in special needs schools will need to test five days a week. Masks will be mandatory for all students from grade three and above. 51,000 air purifiers will be delivered to state schools next week and staff have until February 25 to get their booster shots. Starting this morning, concession card holders can access up to 10 free rapid antigen tests over three months. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. What do people have to do to get their hands on these tests? Well, basically, they just have to visit their local community pharmacy, Jody, with more than six and a half million Australians now eligible to get the free tests, including concession card holders, uh, those on pension cards, veteran and low income earner cards as well. But a severe lack of supply means not all chemists will be taking part in the program straight away. The bigger chains are likely to have plenty of stock on the shelves, but the smaller ones have really struggled to find uh, enough supplies. They'll slowly start to get involved over the next month or so, with the government expecting around 50 million tests to gradually arrive by the last week of February. Those pharmacies that do have the tests today are preparing for a rush with queues uh, likely out the door. As you said, concession card holders are eligible for 10 free rats over a three-month period with a maximum of five in any one month. But the unions are not happy. They're ramping up pressure on the government over the lack of supply, launching an advertising campaign today calling for the tests to be made free for everyone. Labor has also been very critical with Anthony Albanese saying it's easier to catch COVID in many parts of Australia than it is is to find a rapid antigen test.
Jodie. Okay, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. Millions of Queenslanders are able to get their booster shots earlier than planned. From today, people only need to wait three months between second and third doses of the COVID vaccine. The government urging them to come forward and get the jab. 863 people are in hospital with the virus, 47 of those in intensive care. The state recorded almost 12,000 new cases yesterday. As many as 20 cars have been destroyed after a blaze swept through a race course in Victoria. Most punters fled the scene, but one man was spotted rushing towards the flames to get his car out of the way. The fast-moving blaze and toxic smoke forced the annual Great Western meet to be cancelled. Thousands were evacuated as it spread to the middle of the racetrack. Crews spent hours bringing it under control. Thankfully, nobody was injured. Entire towns have been cut off in Australia's, South Australia's far north after record-breaking rain. In some areas, 200 millimetres fell in 24 hours, sweeping cars off roads and prompting hundreds of calls for help. Homes and businesses have been inundated, the downpour leaving thick layers of mud in its wake, and there could be more rain on the way. The Prime Minister's social media account on WeChat has been hacked and turned into a pro-China propaganda site. The act has been labelled a blatant act of censorship after his site was renamed Australian Chinese New Life. Morrison's 76,000 followers were sent a notification to opt out or be signed up to the new account. His team claims they've been locked out of the site since July last year. The Morrison government's crackdown on online trolls and social media companies is ramping up with new laws coming into force. Sweeping powers and the threat of massive fines, the first of their kind, and carefully timed in the lead-up to the election. Whether it's in the real world or in the electronic, the government's determined the same rules will apply. For too long, there's been a view that the internet is beyond the reach of the rule of law. To close that gap, the eSafety Commission has been handed new tools to help police the net. This will be our accountability era to hold both perpetrators and platforms to account. A world first cyber abuse takedown scheme will give the Commissioner the authority to order the removal of harmful content, including so-called revenge porn, within 24 hours. Failure to comply could see individuals slapped with fines of up to $111,000 or $555,000 for corporations. The new Online Safety Act also puts search engines on notice. They're required to block links to websites or apps that continually ignore takedown notices. Protections for children will also be expanded, enabling harmful material to be removed from more online services. Experts say while big tech companies keen to protect their brands will likely toe the line, convincing smaller operators will be hard. Is a site that's based in some, um, you know, Western European country going to take any notice of our laws? Um, probably not. The Commissioner also warning. We're not proactively searching out um, online abuse. It's up to victims to report it. Kazaya Dawn, 7 News. 
The bodies of a Brisbane couple have been discovered after fire ripped through their home. Neighbours had to be evacuated as the house went up in flames, claiming the lives of husband and wife Christine and Joe Stephan. Police are investigating whether domestic violence was a factor, saying the couple's relationship will form an integral part of their investigation. Australian researchers have designed a world-first test to help save thousands of children. The new procedure will pick up on the early stages of rare genetic disorders, so treatment can start before it's too late. Doctors will be able to detect three rare genetic disorders in children with one simple test. Nobody's managed to do this for these conditions, we're the first ones. The test can pick up on the early stages of Prader-Willi, Angelman and Dupe-15Q syndrome. We can tell that the child or the infant is at risk, high risk of having this condition and so we can refer that to follow-up testing. 135 babies are born with the behavioural disorders annually and have common symptoms making it difficult to detect. Elliot Semino was six months old when his mother noticed he couldn't sit upright. He's nearly five and he can't walk, he commando crawls, um, he's non-verbal. He was diagnosed eight months later. They just said that he was happy, which is actually a clinical symptom of Angelman syndrome, and he was just placid. The diagnosis is delayed, they cannot apply interventions, the families keep on testing for other things, spending money. Researchers want babies tested so treatment can begin early. Before the test is added to the newborn screening program, it will need to be recommended by the national framework and approved by the state government. It could be rolled out in hospitals across the state as soon as 2024. So the work going on here will benefit babies in Darwin and in Perth and in Tasmania and all around uh, the country. So children Children like Elliot can live a long and happy life. <laughs> Kathleen O'Connor, Seven News. As millions of Australians return to work, financial experts are offering fresh advice on how best to build a retirement nest egg. Many were forced to dip into their super during lockdown and now they're being asked to answer three vital questions. Joanna and Bradley Wright have worked hard for their money. They're now reaping the rewards. Well, it's a hobby, yes. I breed Labradors, which uh, gives us hot chocolate money because I don't drink coffee. The former nurse and automotive teacher saved, salary sacrificed and put extra cash into super so they could live comfortably. And it's amazing how much even just $50 a week adds up to all of a sudden after a few years you've got you know, five, $6,000 to spend on a, a nice holiday. The magic number often used to calculate super is a million dollars, but industry experts say everyone's different. It's a figure that doesn't actually relate to, to individuals. Are you the average? Mr Bramall instead says to consider what are your annual expenses? What is your life expectancy? What investment risks are you prepared to take? If you enjoy sitting down, working your way through an Excel spreadsheet, you can do it. Um, but if not, get advice. Superannuation experts say relying solely on your pension during retirement can be fraught with danger. 1.5 million Australians are currently doing just that, with a third of them living in poverty. A single person on the pension receives up to $25,000 per year. A couple receives just shy of 38000 Unless you own your own home, you'll be struggling. If you own your own home, and you're living entirely on a pension, you'll still be struggling. Making the new year the perfect time to start planning. It's never too late 
to do something about it. Ashley Kanowski, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones finished the week lower. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,836 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 84 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.87 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The UK is accusing Russian President Vladimir Putin of plotting to install a pro-Moscow figure to lead Ukraine's government. Russia has moved 100,000 troops on the border but denies it's planning an invasion. Britain has warned it will face severe economic sanctions if it installs a puppet regime in Ukraine. Hundreds of people have been forced to evacuate after a wildfire broke out in the mountains of Northern California. Plumes of smoke wafted above a canyon, fanned by wind gusts of up to 160 kilometres an hour. Firefighters are still working to contain the blaze, which has destroyed more than six square kilometres. No injuries have been reported. Belgian police have fired water cannons at a crowd in Brussels as protests turned ugly. Thousands of people converged on one of the city's parks to demonstrate against the government's virus policies. The riot squad was called in to disperse them, launching volleys of tear gas to move them on. SpaceX's Dragon cargo ship has left the International Space Station this morning and it's heading back to Earth. Let's go live to Miley Hogan in our US Bureau. Good morning, Miley. It's carrying thousands of important samples. Jody, good morning. It's carrying over 2,000 kilograms of, kilograms of science experiments and equipment that will allow researchers here on Earth to learn more about space. One piece of science on board is what's called a cytoskeleton. It's used to see how the human body reacts to microgravity or zero-gravity conditions. The SpaceX Dragon cargo ship launched from Cape Canaveral in December, taking supplies and equipment to the International Space Station. Its return was delayed laid back to Earth because of bad weather, but it has now successfully started to make its way back here. The cargo ship is the only spacecraft of its kind that can bring scientific experiments back to Earth. All other similar ones burn up on re-entry. It is designed to splash down and then those samples be taken to NASA's Kennedy Space Station quickly so researchers can get their hands on them. This spacecraft is expected to drop down late tomorrow, Jody. Okay, Miley Hogan in the US, thank you. Omicron's arrival in New Zealand has come at a personal cost for Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. My wedding will not be going ahead, but I just join many other New Zealanders who have had an experience like that as a result um, of the pandemic. And to anyone who's caught up in that scenario, I'm so sorry. The PM moving New Zealand to a red traffic light setting, meaning more mask wearing and tighter restrictions, but no lockdown following the country's first unlinked cases of Omicron. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
In sport, Ash Barty cruised into her fourth straight quarterfinal at the Australian Open overnight. The world number one conceded her first service game of the tournament to unseeded American Amanda Anasimova, but Barty needed just over an hour to cruise to the straight sets win. Seventh seed Matteo Berrettini will play fan favourite Gael Monfils in the men's quarters after their fourth round wins. And Dylan Alcott in his last Grand Slam is into the quad wheelchair semis, beating Niels Vink in an Olympic pick final replay. The Adelaide Strikers are through to the Big Bash Final 3, but not without controversy. Taking on the Sydney Thunder, the Strikers hit 184, despite Daniel Sam's Superman catch to remove Alex Carey. Who takes a blinder, put a smile on his face after he dropped one earlier. Thunder captain Usman Kawaja was set on 23 when he sliced a shot which was caught by Fawad Ahmed. After several minutes of deliberation, the third umpire controversially couldn't overturn the call despite it appearing to touch the ground. The soft signal cost me. I'm, I'm not really sure how they can 100% sure say that a blade of grass didn't touch that ball. In a tense ending, the Thunder needed 14 off the final over, but the strikers held on to win by six. That win means the Strikers will play the Sydney Sixers at the SCG on Wednesday night for a place in the Big Bash final against the Perth Scorchers. And is this the unluckiest run out seen in T20 cricket? Playing for Dakar against Kulna in the Bangladesh T20 League, West Indian Andre Russell was run out after a throw hit the wickets at one end and ricocheted to hit the other at his end. Casually moving in, not realising, oh, he's short. <laughs> Colner won by five wickets. Craig Goodwin signed off with Adelaide United in style before jetting off to join the Socceroos squad. Bottom-placed Brisbane Roar took a surprise lead within the opening two minutes in Redcliffe. But 30-year-old Goodwin came to the rescue, first with a penalty, then with the sealer five minutes from time. This to finish it. Lovely stuff from Craig Goodwin. A brace for him. The 3-1 win moves United up to fifth on the A-League table. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, eastern parts of South Australia are covered in cloud, causing heavy rain and thunderstorms. The rest of the country is mostly clear. Around the capitals today, Brisbane, partly cloudy, heading for a top of 31 degrees. Sydney, showers, a top of 26. Canberra, partly cloudy, 27. Humid and sunny conditions in Melbourne with a top of 33. A top of 25 in Hobart, 29 in Adelaide. Sunny and 32 degrees in Perth today. And Darwin showers with a likely storm heading for 31.